Radio Mix, broadcasting to the world from the south of Spain. I've been a fan of Motown for as long as I can remember, and over the years there have been some classic tracks released, and there's equally been as many tracks that may have slipped under the radar. You're listening to It's a Way of Life on Radio Mix, sponsored by www.liquidatormusic.com, and tonight is a Motown special. I'll be playing some monster hits, some rare releases, and some album tracks for your listening pleasure. I hope you enjoy the show. Kicking us off tonight, one of the last Holland Dozier Holland composed releases for the Four Tops. You keep running away. Next up, a song described by Billboard as a groovy rock number loaded with teen sales appeal. Released in 1968, Shooby Dooby Doo Day reached number 9 in the Billboard Hot 100, but did reach number 1 in the R&B chart for Stevie Wonder. Uh-huh. One day you'll hurt her Just one 
Paul Peterson's probably better known for his American TV show and film appearances, but throughout the early 60s, he also had a recording career, releasing five albums on the Colpix label. In 1967, he recorded Chained for Motown, a song that would go on to be a big hit for Marvin Gaye, and this song, recorded in 1968, A Little Bit for Sandy. Next up is possibly one of the best-known Motown hits of all time. It's been covered many times, Van Halen, Mamas and Papas, David Bowie and Mick Jagger. They've all put their mark on this classic by Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. This is Dancing in the Street.
another huge hit for Motown up next, and another song that's been covered many times. Partially based on You Can't Hurry God, He's Right On Time, a 1950s gospel song written by Dorothy Love Coates, You Can't Hurry Love was to become the seventh number one hit for the Supremes. having hits on their own right, the Supremes are famously also the backing group for Diana Ross. This next track stalled at number 30 in the Billboard charts and became the catalyst for Barry Gordy to revamp the songwriting for the Supremes and for Diana after the loss of Motown's premier production team, Holland Dozier and Holland. This is Some Things You Never Get Used To. Some Things You Never Get Used To
My next song comes from another all-female group formed in 1960 at Inkster High School in Michigan. A year later, they signed to Motown and therein started an intense rivalry with the Supremes. By the time this single was released in 1968, Anne Bogan had replaced Gladys Horton in the band and most of the musicians of Motown's early years had left, mainly due to financial disputes with the label. Here I Am Baby was modestly successful, reaching number 44 in the charts, but received little, if any, promotion from Motown. Next up is If I Were a Carpenter, a song written by Tim Hardin. Hardin's unrecording of the piece appeared in the 1967 album Tim Hardin 2. It was one of two songs from that release performed by Hardin at Woodstock in 1969. Late in 67, the song reached number 20 in the US and number 7 in the UK for the four tops. I 
Next up is a song that was produced by Frank Wilson and recorded by Brenda Holloway and the Boys. The song was not originally released as a single by Motown and come to light much later. This is the wonderful I'm On The Right Track. Field and Barrett Strong penned one of the greatest Motown songs ever. I heard it through the grapevine. Originally released by Gladys Knight and the Pips, but originally recorded by the Miracles, it went on to top the Billboard charts for seven weeks in 1968 when re released by Marvin Gaye.
Miracles version of I Heard It Through the Grapevine was released on the album Special Occasion in 1968, an album that produced three hits, If You Can Wait, Yes to Love, and this, the title track, Special Occasion. Next up, Forever Came Today, a 1967 song written and produced by the Motown Collective of Holland, Dozier and Holland, and it was first made into a hit single for Diana Ross and the Supremes in 1968.
My next song choice is from the album My Sharia Moore, released in 1969. Written by Richard T. Morris, who in 1995 would go on to sue Barry Gordy Jr. for unpaid royalties. This is Stevie Wonder and Pearl. In 1961, Jimmy Ruffin became a singer and part of the Motown stable, mostly on sessions, but also recording singles for its subsidiary, the Miracle label. But then he was drafted into national service. After leaving the army in 1964, he returned to Motown, where he was offered the opportunity to join the Temptations to replace Elbridge Bryant. However, after hearing his brother David, they hired him for the job instead, so Jimmy decided to resume his solo career. Ruffin recorded for Motown subsidiary Soul Label, but with little success. This next track reached 113 in the Billboard charts and didn't chart in the UK at all. This is Don't Let Him Take Your Love From Me.
This next track, Honey Child, is a 1967 single by Motown group Martha Reeves and the Vandellas on the Gordy label. This was the first single to build Martha Reeves by her full name, as opposed to simply Martha and the Vandellas. It was to become the group's 12th Top 40 pop single, but it would also be the last Top 40 hit the group would score throughout the rest of their Motown tenure. Girl, Why You Wanna Make Me Blue is a 1964 hit single by The Temptations. It was the group's first A-side release to be produced by Norman Whitfield, who co-wrote the song with Edward Holland Jr. of the Holland Dozier Holland songwriting team. With Eddie Kendrick singing lead for the third single in a row, it peaked on the Billboard Hot 100 pop charts in the top 30 at number 26.
Next up is Loving You Is Sweeter Than Ever, which was a 1966 song written by Ivy Joe Hunter and Stevie Wonder and performed by The Four Tops. In addition to co-writing the song, Stevie Wonder actually played drums on this track as well. Hanging On was the first single taken from the Supremes' 1967 album, The Supremes Sing Holland, Dozier and Holland. The song became the group's eighth number one single when it topped the Billboard Hot 100 pop singles chart for two weeks in the United States from November 19th to November 26th in 1966, and it peaked at number eight in the UK singles chart. English singer Kim Wilde covered You Keep Me Hanging On in 1986, bumping it back to number one in the Billboard Hot 100 in June 1987. In the first 32 years of Billboard Hot 100 rock era, You Keep Me Hanging On became only one of six songs to reach number one by two different musical acts.
This next track was released as a B-side to Your All I Need to Get By by Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye in 1968. However, it was initially a Tammy Terrell solo track, completed in March 1966, but not released until 1998 on the CD This Is Northern Soul Volume 2. This is Tammy's original version of Two Can Have a Party. That's brought us to the end of tonight's show. I hope you've enjoyed this little trip to Hitsville, USA, here on It's A Way Of Life on Radio Mix. I'll be back next week with some more great music. Before then, make sure you check out www.liquidatormusic.com. You never know what you're going to find on their online store. Playing us out tonight, a song written for Betty Levette in 1965 by Armstead, Ashford and Simpson. Re-released on their eighth album, Sophisticated Soul, this is The Marvelettes with Your Love Can Save Me. Have a great week, everybody.